Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So well. Uh, it's the Yesterday's Hero Odyssey. Uh, we're looking at the 1979 film Yesterday's Hero, which is on our YouTube channel. Uh, if you want to have a watch of it yourself, Top Flight Time Machine, or it might be TF Time Machine, can't remember. Um, it, we're at the stage now. Uh, Clint Simon, played by Paul Nicholas, is the chairman of the Saints, and he's got a striker out injured with a big cup match coming up. John Snatcher! Is the player in question? He's he's injured and he's had a conversation with his manager, who's played by Adam Faith, uh, called Jake, um, and about who they can get in to replace. And Clint has suggested Rod Turner, who of course is the hero of the film, played by Ian McShane. Um, and Jake's not having this. Jake's saying the man's a drunk for God's sake. He's a has been, and uh, they decide to go and watch him play. So they've gone to this match that. Uh, Rod's playing in the lower leagues. Absolute mud bath. It's it's even got like what looks like tractor tyre marks across the pitch from the halfway line right into the goal mouth. It's just an absolute shit show. And um, Clint and Jake are in the stands watching the match. Uh, Jake just looks and just goes, old, slow, drunk. <laughs> Suggesting that he's drunk right now while he's playing. <clears throat> Which he might well, well. be. You know, you wouldn't he be surprised be, if he yeah. was. Um, he says, look how heavy he you is. You ever been drunk at work, mate? Have I ever been drunk at work? Yeah. Uh, my favourite ever drunk at work incident, I mean, you know, you say work, I've not really worked that much for a living, was one Christmas Eve at our price in 91. And it was yeah. it was de rigueur for, for us to all have a drink. While we were working right, on Christmas in Eve the shop. in the shop, which yeah. was, let's face it, one of the busiest days of the year, um, yeah. and a few of us got a little bit too enthusiastically into it from like about ten in the morning, yeah. um, and the shop shut early on Christmas Eve, so we shut about four o'clock, I think. So by about half two, loads of us were just shit faced and had been banned from uh, being anywhere near the public. Um, <laughs> so when it was about 10 to 4 and it was time to get people out of the shop I sort of wandered onto the counter and I put the Sex Pistols Never Mind the Bollocks album on oh my god you know, typical drunk, <laughs> drunk arsehole 
conduct. Yeah. I'll put this on. This will get them running for the, to this the street. This will liven you this'll, up, you dickheads. Yeah. Listen to this, Grandma. This is their future. It's their sex pistols. Night. Hold on to your hat, yeah. squares. <laughs> Track two's got swearing in it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that was as drunk as I've ever been in any kind of job. But, I mean, you know, drunk work, being a freelance writer, you've got to be drunk most of the time, haven't you? I guess. Yeah. Um, there was uh, the first time I did a Christmas show, not Christmas Day, but over the Christmas period at Talk Sport. Mm. And it was like the first or second time I'd ever worked with Jason Cundy. <laughs> and there was a, the TalkSport Christmas party was that night, but we were doing the sports bar from 10pm till 1am. Oh, shit. And he's, and he's gone, yeah, what we'll do is I'll meet you at Waterloo and we'll go to the party first. And the party was on a boat. <laughs> right. You know, fucking Alan Brazil and everyone on well, a boat, Stan Collymore. Yeah. What could go wrong? Yeah. He's like, and I said, oh, and I was like, you know, new boy. And I'm like, oh. Well, too bad we'll be missing out on the Christmas party. And, Je- and Candy's got some what? broadcasting to do <laughs> to the and nation. Going, what? what are you talking about? <laughs> of course, we're not going to miss out on a Christmas party. It's a Christmas Maybe party. Maybe alone. And so I was like, oh, okay. Because, <laughs> like, you know, when you first start, you're like, oh, I need at least two or three hours to prepare my notes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, literally, after doing it for like just a week, you're sort of like rocking up in the fucking first news break, yeah. ringing the studio. <laughs> on your way from a cab going, yeah, just put a song on. I'm going to be late. And they're like, well, we don't play songs. This is a sports radio station. All right, we'll fucking put some commentary put some on that. I'll, I'll be there. Put some spot somewhere. <laughs> I'll be there when I'll be there. <laughs> right. But I was still in that brief stage where you're being a bit professional. Yeah. I fucking turned up at the Christmas party. Go, don't worry, son. We'll just go in for one. I was like, oh, just have a lemonade. <laughs> yeah, no, you get a good drink, down your son. It was like that. We get on this Brilliant. boat, and obviously it's fucking bedlam. <laughs> and I'm stat, and I, I was like, oh. and I kept looking over to him, and we'd been there. And every time I look over, he's got another beer, and he's, I'm look, trying to catch his eye across the fucking party, mm. and I can see that he's actually trying to avoid my eye, <laughs> like. <clears throat> like a husband might do to his wife yeah, when his wife's trying leave. to say it's time to go home, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, I've only known this bloke five minutes and he's like acting like I'm a drag, right? And I'm going, oh, Jason, do you think we better be getting on? And he's just like going out, mouthing to me across the pie, one more, one more, <laughs> like that. In the end, I get talking to the boss of the station at the time. Back then it was a different boss. And I started talking to him and I've got all uptight and nervous, you know. All right, Sam, how's it going? You enjoying yourself? And I said, like, yes, obviously not too much. And he went, what do you mean not too much? And I said, well, we are leaving soon, I promise you. And why are you leaving? And I was like, well, I, I was in the sports bar. And he went, oh, are you? Just didn't know, yeah. right? My, my right, co-presenter is inebriated. <laughs> and I went, it's just, and he went, who are you doing that with? And I went, with Jason Candy. And I just completely with, panicked Mr. and grasped him. <laughs> I just completely crossed him. Like, I wanted to go ages ago, but he keeps wanting more beers. <laughs> right. And the boss just sort of shrugs around like, yeah, yeah, he, he won't go till right the last minute. Right. And I thought, I was like, oh, do you think I should go down? And he was just looking at me like confused. Like it was a real case of this isn't how we do things at Talksport, boy. Yeah. Right. And he was like, Nah, why would you leave early? You do it. You, you split the cab. You don't want to pay for old cab fare on your own. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And then sure enough, yeah, we came in. It's like <clears throat> the newsreader is stretching out the news for mm. as long as she can to give us time to get in and sit down. And yeah, we were a bit pissed. And in fact, I think it was that night, must have been that night, where, you know, like when you start a show and it's like podcasting, it's different because we just do all this stuff on air. We, we had the... But podcasting is a bit like all the off-air conversations you have when you're doing the radio, mm. but you just bring them on it. Yeah, yeah. Right, isn't it? And um, But sometimes you'd be like having a, a little bit of banter and the show would start and I hadn't clicked my head yet mm. into like, yeah, okay, now, now you... Yeah. And the show opened and, you know, like Talk Sport, we've got that dump button. Mm-hmm. And like when I've, you know, me and you've done loads of shows there together, I can't remember if we've ever used it ourselves. Sometimes the producer uses a dump. I've never, I've never used like, it when I did it. Like the last, what is it, twenty seconds or something it's like that? Seven, isn't it? Or fourteen? I don't know. Yeah, something or maybe like just that. seven. But you can you can use it three maximum of three times in a row. Oh right, okay. And the listener doesn't really notice; they just feel yeah. like you know they've lost signal for a second. <clears throat> And what happens is a lot of the time is that a producer has their, a dump button as well, and you don't know if they've used it. So sometimes the producer's dumping half of what you say if you get a really nervous producer. Yeah. Especially if it was like me and you on there just talking, willfully talking, confusing shit yeah. to amuse ourselves. Like you get some producers are just like, fucking oh, well, this is like bollocks. We better just dump it. Dump, dump the it. show. Dump the whole thing. <laughs> dump the whole thing. Right. Put some music on. Have you got your own one? And the show started, and Jason said something to me. I went, hello, and welcome to the sports bar. I'm here with Jason. How are you doing? And Jason just said something cheeky, like, a lot better than you, by the looks of you. You look a right state or something. And I just went like this, right? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> then, there was just this moment between us <laughs> where just silence befell the room. Uh- and he stared at me, and I stared back, and then we both looked at the producer, and the producer was frozen too. And it was almost in slow mo. My hand just reached for the dump button, and just in time, dumped it. But it was so weird. I'd never done anything like that before <laughs> or since, believe it or not. Yeah. And then, Other than the pharmacist gate, which is sort of almost as bad. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. That's reminded us actually when I used to do the, the late tackle on a Saturday night with James Brown. Um, I mm. would drink throughout every show every yeah. week because it was Saturday night it was 10pm I'm not going to go without yeah. a drink at 10pm on Saturday I think, it, I think in, in some ways at that time of night as well and especially on that sort of show which was a really funny show yeah. it kind of sort of lent itself yeah. to having a, like well, you know obviously James doesn't drink I, I think it sort of worked with at least one of you being drunk yeah, yeah. I mean I'd, I'd have one before we went on then I'd sort of click the can open at the beginning of the show and be like well, hey here we go sort of thing and uh, yeah. yeah, that's what the listeners were doing. So why not? Exactly. And I'd drink, exactly. I'd drink red wine out of a, a massive glass that was there, which was the shape of a vase. Sometimes as well. Um, and I'd be, oh. I'd be well, well alight by the end of the short midnight. It was great. That's probably what Alan Brazil has his breakfast yeah. wine in. Yeah, probably. Proud of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, you disinfected me, it. Me and Alan shared DNA. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. <laughs> um, I've survived. That's the main thing. Um. Hmm, right. So where are we? We're on to uh, yeah, old slow drunk. Let's see him play. Um, and Jake says, "Look how heavy he is on his feet. That guy used to run like a panther." Cliff. 
it used to be like a bit of silver paper floating on the on the wind. Yes. But now looking at him, he's not so much a panther as what like a badger, but a badger that's lame, a badger that's injured been or poor, one of its paws. Yeah. A badger that's yeah. just had some rat poison, and uh, we get. <laughs> I mean, this is where we, we're getting a little bit of the suggestion about Jake and uh, Rod's previous together. Clint says, uh, oh, yeah. Clint Simon, you know, Paul, Paul Nicholas, pop star, uh, Rick Spangle. He says, okay, so he's not at his best. We, we didn't expect him to be. And Jake, Jake <laughs> says, he stinks. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking shit. Clint, uh. Clint says, uh, didn't you play together one season? Jake one season was enough. He was always a big-headed bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and then Clint's desperate now, desperate to sign Rod Turner, who, as he said, was his idol when he was younger. Clint mm. says, uh, you could sort him out with, with training and discipline. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what you do? What's it called again? Um, what's the word? Training. That's it. Train him <laughs> well, up. You make them better and discipline. Yeah. You make them do what you want make them to do. Make him run in between... Making running between cones and such like. I've seen you all do it. It works, doesn't it? It's got us to the cup semi-final. <laughs> uh, Jake's just fucking like rolling his eyes at this. Is he? You've made it mind up, haven't you? Clint says, I think it'll work. Uh, all right, you're the boss, but you know how I feel about it. The guy's a loser. So uh, <laughs> that's it. That's been decided. Rod Turner is going to be signed to the Saints. Or is he? We'll see. Um... And just at the end of that that segment, uh, the opposition team score, and Rod just looks at the ground with his hands on his hips, and it's as, as if it's as if to say like this is the lowest point he's reached in his entire life and career. Yeah, doesn't get any worse than this. Uh, but then we cut to Clint uh, goes to meet Rod in the dressing room, um, and he's, he's saying, "I was hoping we could talk, Rod. I have a proposition for you, something of mutual interest." Do you want to go for a drink? <laughs> Rod, <laughs> Rod says, I've got a drink. And he pulls out a third full bottle of scotch <laughs> that he's got with him in the fucking dressing room. I've got me out, I've got thanks. one here. Have you not heard about me? I'm Rod Turner. <laughs> and he offers he offers a swig of the scotch to Clint. He says, uh, no thanks. And Rod says, well, do you want a kiss? An autograph? <laughs> <laughs> Have you come really here for a, Rod. Have you come in here for a kiss, little boy? What do you want? Do you want a cuddle? <laughs> do you want a cuddle? Are you a man or a woman? <laughs> Jalapeño. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Jalapeño. Would you like me to get on four fours for you and you can ride me around the changing room? <laughs> that would be three that's pounds. Fine, I'll do that. You don't pay me three quid, but if you do, that's fine. I'll do it for four minutes, four minutes only. Um, not a second more, not a second less, because I have had issues before with people taking the piss. And I do, I do need to elaborate. It's not a second less. You've got to get the full four minutes. If you don't like it, you've got to stay on. So the four minutes if you fucking try and jump off when I'm moving, that can be very hazardous to both of us. Yeah. <laughs> so do not attempt to do that. Yeah, t- you, there's a surcharge. It's another three quid if you get off early. Because I need to get my fun out of this as well as you. It's a two-way thing. You've got to work for both of us, or it will not work at all. Because that's how resentment grows in a situation it's, like this. The, the horsey ride, as I like to call it, it's a symbiotic experience for both of us. <laughs> I like been making good money out of the horsey rides for five years now. People say I'm washed up, but they don't fucking know. All right, the football stuff, maybe that's not as good as it was once, but I've got other interests. I've got my horsey riding. Yeah, I've got... <laughs> I've got, I got some things that I'm manufacturing out from a business contact in Hong Kong. They'll be ready soon for the British market. <laughs> I got plenty going on. Life's more than football, you know. All right, so so that's agreed. Do you want a horse? You like now for an extra fifty pence? For an extra fifty pence, I'll do it with football socks on my hand. Something <laughs> uh, more. I'll get some fucking coconut shells and make a click clap sound and all. Some of the kids really like that. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to cover the cost of the coconuts. <laughs> Bring your own coconuts, that's cheaper. <laughs> I can't always guarantee I've got coconuts, doesn't it? I'm doing you a favour by telling you that, because I get my coconuts and I'll try and mark them up, mark them fast enough. Bring your own, no problem, you're saving yourself money. And that's what I'm all about. I'm trying to give you, the customer, as good an experience as you can have. <laughs> When you ride around on my back, <laughs> my life pretends to be a horse. Oh, as well, if you bring your own coconut, I'll sign it for you afterwards for an extra 25 pence. <laughs> I can't say fair. I can't that. offer that oh, service if you want to use my um, coconuts, which I might not have even remembered to bring. I don't know. Jump aboard. Jump aboard. Let's get this up. Oh, <laughs> Here we go. Wait there. Before you oh. jump, I just need to be sick a second. Hang on. Right. That. I'm all right now. Here we go. Right, out of the way, lads. I've got a horsey ride coming on here. <laughs> <laughs> clip, clip, Don't clip, worry, clip. these lads are used to it. It happens all the time, doesn't it, lads? <laughs> <laughs
<laughs> so, uh, oh, so he, he says, Do you want to kiss? Do you want to autograph it? And Clint says, No, I want to buy you for the Saints. And Rod looks at him and laughs, uh, You're joking. Clint says, Never more Saints. Yes, I come. <laughs> Fucking Saints to get cup final. Look at me. Fuck's sake. That's tight, right? <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't sign myself to go out and buy a fucking pint of milk, let alone play in a cup <laughs> final. <laughs> um, you're never more serious, says Clint. Rod laughs again uh, and sits down on the bench. And then Clint leans in and puts one foot up on the bench beside Rod. In a oh, classic my. power player movement. He's almost got his yeah. fucking cock in his face. That's what Archie Buchanan, my mum's oh, boyfriend, used to Jesus always do. Christ. That's an Archie Buchanan move. Yeah. We still, if ever me and my brothers are like mimicking Archie Buchanan, <laughs> like, and remembering some of his most famous sort yeah. of like phrases or maxims, you always have to put one foot up on, on either a chair or a bench or a wall, whatever's to hand, really. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I was. Maybe he got this from the film. That's maybe where he got the yeah. idea from. Similar sort of thing, because of course he claimed to have played for Hibernia. Yeah, maybe it was around that era as well. Maybe he'd just seen yesterday's hero and thought, "I'm going to basically take on this persona." Yeah. Or perhaps the because he was. If you look at it, he's a former footballer mm-hmm. who was an alcoholic mm-hmm. and liked putting his foot up on things. <laughs> <There you> go, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, foot up on the bench, power play move. He says, "Look, Rod." I love football, and I'm doing a bloody good job at the Saints. I didn't buy it. As, <laughs> I didn't buy it as a tax loss, you know. I would, fucking no one said he did, but you know. I can't give a fuck what you bought for. I don't even know who you are, you con. <laughs> and do you want this horse you ride or not? <laughs> and Rod says, Rod says, well, what did you buy it for? He says, it's a win. I'm involved in the club on every level. What's, what's oh, that, fuck me. Oh, you're one of them busy <laughs> cunts, are you? All right. <laughs> Fuck it, I've heard this before. Out the fucking shot all over again, isn't it? <laughs> um, and it's, it's a great conversation. Clinton says, Come on, Rod, I'm making you an offer you should jump at. And Rod says, I gave up jumping a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he doesn't. There's a bit where he almost forgets his line or something because he goes, uh, I gave up jumping a long time ago. <laughs> There's <laughs> this pause in the sentence for no reason at all. It's fascinating. Well, it's good, though. He's, he's, him and Shane does play this fucking yeah, brilliant. Because yeah. this oh, sort of... Great, the, yeah. the air of utter disinterest yeah. and indifference that is almost a show, the character's putting on a show, because actually there are strong indicators which come a bit later that he is actually really concerned about his future. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got anxiety about his future, but he's hi- he's got so much pride... Yeah. That he's hiding it all, but he's doing a really good job of it mm. by doing this whole sort of couldn't give a fuck. Wise cracks, yeah. I mean, this would be yeah. a, a great spin off TV series from this. Oh, sensational, yeah. But uh, never mind. Can't go back in time, can you? Um, no, you could do it now, you could catch up with him today, but I mean, chances are the character Rod Turner would be long dead. Yeah, Ian McShane would not now, would not look like Rod Turner would look like now. When's this 42 years ago? Fucking hell. Fucking hell. So I mean, yeah, Ian McShay still in. Last I saw of him, he was still in pretty yeah, good shape. Yeah, he's good, Nick. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't be mm. uh, how Rod Turner looks now. Uh, so I mean, what Rod Turner would be like thirty-four or something, maybe in this right at the end of his career. Add on forty-two mm. years, 
76. Fucking hell. So uh, Clint says, uh, look, I've got a recording session in Paris tomorrow. Why don't you come along for the ride? <laughs> I'll send a car for you. Will you come? Well, Paris, <laughs> Paris. like, fuck you have. You, you expect <laughs> me to find me fucking passport and fucking 12 hours notice? <laughs> I'll not be able to find no, me fucking yeah. keys. I could go to the post office and get one of them temporary ones. <laughs> I used to do that all the time. Because I'd never, I'd, I'd either not have a passport or I wouldn't know where the fuck it was. Yeah. And so if ever I was going on a school trip or something, you could go to the post office, yeah. queue, queue up, right. you take your birth certificate, and that was it. Really? Much. I don't remember that. Yeah. And then, and then they were cardboard. Like they were really shit, flimsy things. Mm-hmm. They were like cardboard. They'd get it out and they'd fold it. From a long, like, sort of rectangle of cardboard, they'd fold it like three times into a little booklet, mm-hmm. staple your fucking photo inside, stamp it, and then it was good for, I don't know, like a year or what? something like that. That's mental. Yeah. I don't know when they got rid of them, but I used to always fucking have them because I was just disorganised. I wouldn't I wouldn't know where so, it was in my fucking house. Like, you didn't have you know. to get your photograph taken or anything like that. It just. Yeah, you had to, have, you <clears> had had to had turn up with a photo. A photo and your birth certificate. Right. I think that was it. Wow! And then they go, "Yeah, mate, no problem." <clears throat> I remember when you used to have Sign to. Um, you used to have to have a dog license to have a dog. I remember them yeah. days. First, the first dog we got when I was about twelve. We had to go to the post office to get a dog license. I think I took a dog. A, I'd like the license, a photo please. Photo of your dog. Do you have a license <clears throat> for that dog? Exactly. Yeah. Well, let me see it. <laughs> please present it. <laughs> I don't believe that is a legitimate dog that you are carrying around. <clears throat> Fucking Lombards. Um Yeah, I gave up job for it a long time ago. So, um, yeah, he says, uh, will, you, will you come to come to Paris? And Rod says, I'll think about it. And, uh, <laughs> well, we're going tomorrow, so you need to think fast. Um, <laughs> but I said, I'll think I'll, about it. I'll think about it in a minute. Rod then just laughs. <laughs> he just laughs at Clint, and then and then say you later, fucker. And then strips off, and we see his ass and everything. And he jumps into the team bath, and there's three of his teammates in there, all very squeezed in together. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> I don't look at that. Look at Clint this. Absolutely, I don't look at that. Fucking naked, that's, naked man. That's fucking. That's my penis, that, yeah. right? And you'll sit there, judge me as much as you want, right? And you can be on top of the pops and all that. I've seen you prancing about for yeah. Tony Blackburn like a fucking pudding, <laughs> yeah? But look at that cock right there, yeah? <clears throat> you, 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 you not, you've got nothing like that. And I'll, I'll, I'll say this. this, this you've done nothing <laughs> like this. I'm in here with three other fellas and none of us are bat an eyelid. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We're all the same. Just normal, so us. Some of us, real men. Some of us are bigger than others. Some of us have just got little tiny ones. But it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The same. Doesn't matter. But you know, imagine you with some of your rock star pals doing the same thing. With him, the talk cunt out of Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. You know the one, right? Say, let's say it's him, David fucking Cassidy. Yeah. yeah? And fucking Noddy older. And you, can you, you really see yourselves yeah, all get, getting your cocks out and getting in a bath? No, can't be fucking wooden. That's, that's why we can't take <laughs> the pop world seriously anymore. That's <laughs> <laughs> an art, so that was a bit of a different story, yeah? <laughs> Him and Dean Martin, they bathe with each other all the time. 
That's a different era. Different quality of singer. And even uh, Sammy Artists. Davis Jr. had the battle with him. And he was a little black fella. <laughs> that wasn't allowed back then. But it was fine, because Frank said it was all right. because there was mates. And old Blue Eyes was like, he's fine by me. He can bath with me. Any cunt can bath with me. Um, so anyway, like I say, I'll be off now. <laughs> Passes me towel. <laughs> Did we do the Aussie ride? I can't remember. <laughs> well, in that case, I owe you one. Don't, I won't forget. You don't forget. You can call that in. It, it, uh, it, it's a voucher. <laughs> yeah. One. I'll write it on your hand. Kiss your hand. Right. Who's got a pen? Right. No, no, no. Don't go anywhere. I'll write it on your hand. Uh, one horsey ride by Rob Turner is owed to the bearer of this hand. That's All the best, Rob Turner. No, don't, there you go. Don't wash it. Don't wash that off. Fuck's sake, don't wash it. Put a glove on or something. Keep a glove on until I see you next time. We'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it in Paris. We'll do it up and down, up and down the, uh, we'll do it, we'll do it the Champs-Elysees. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be a dead romantic. I tell you what, I will put a berry on for an extra 40 francs. <laughs> Is that a lot, 40 oh. francs? I've no idea. Oh, fuck, be I don't out. know how much things cost when we're out there. <laughs> one, one thing I will be looking forward to spending it on is uh, one of them long strips of sweets they do out there. <laughs> you see them, it's like long... It's like a, how did you call it? Well, yeah, a strip. It was like loads of them, like meter to, you buy by the meter, I think. So where they do it out there. Uh, that's one thing that is tempting me to go to France because I love them. Fucking love them. Ah, oh, dear <laughs> They've got this fizzy orange drink, Orangina. Oh, fucking delicious. Pause your fucking brains out. I think they have extra fizz in Europe that we're not allowed to have here in Britain. That was me. Self and safety you, mad you, over you, here. They they fizz the fuck out of you, you out there. Fucking, you can feel it going up your nose. It's brilliant. <laughs> Ah, uh, we're gonna have a great time. <laughs> Sweets, fizzy oranges, a lot. Aussie rides. <laughs> the chance of EJ's <laughs> fucking blinding day out, son. Hopefully, we'll pick some mucky playing cards up as well. I'll bring them back for the lads. <laughs> They'll love that. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I don't even play the game. I just sit and look at the cards and look at all the boobs. I had them round the dressing room. There you go, lads. Have a look at that. Treat me. Have a look. Have a look at this. <laughs> Dead mocky French birds on these cards here. <laughs> lads, lads, gather round. Who likes looking at boobs? Come on. Come on, don't be shy. We're all better. Uh, queen, queen of Arts, you can see her fanny at all. That's the best one. <laughs> Best card in the pack, that. I'll Eat keep, I'll keep that, that off for myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think this, uh, I think this deep dive has got into a new dimension with this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, drunk rod. <laughs> so yeah, and he jumps in the bath, um, <clears throat> and that scene ends there. Um, we'll leave it there because he's about to go to a, a, a posh hotel meeting with Georgie Moore, who was played by Alan Lake, who was the husband of Diana Dawes at the time. So plenty going on there. Uh, yeah, we'll leave it there for now. Uh, I feel a bit tired. Um, mm. That's it from this episode. Thanks very much for listening. We'll be back with it all very soon. Always, always have a little bit of water with it, if you can. Mm. <laughs>
Wow, really a strip of sweets. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.